Barbies podcast, and we are so excited. We are here for a special bonus episode. Uh, I'm Rachel, and Amber is here. Hola. Hola. Uh, is the special theme of today's uh, bonus episode, Amber? Yes. So as a, technically I am a Mexican-American, not like 100%, but I am a quarter Mexican-American. Um, like I have an abuela. I mean, she passed away, but I had an abuela. So, um, I was like, obviously let's have Cinco de movies for Cinco de Mayo. So we are going to go through five movies that, or Cinco movies that, um, really are romantic comedies, but also have, um, connections to Mexico or Mexican culture. Um, and I just thought it'd be a fun way to, uh, celebrate the holiday. Yeah. So yeah, we just thought this would be a fun, uh, thing that, uh, we could, we could do, watch some fun movies and, uh, just something different, uh, and get out of necessarily the Hallmark, uh, bubble, uh, just a little outside the Hallmark bubble, uh, for, for an episode. So this would be fun. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to start, we're going to do these in chronicle, chronological order and some of them are made for TV movies and some of them are feature films. So it will be pretty fun. And uh, so uh, let's just dive in. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is probably the most popular one, I guess. Um, we're going to talk about 1997's Fools Rush In. This is pretty exciting. Um, this movie uh, stars Matthew Perry, Salma Hayek. Uh, why don't you, Amber, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Fool's Rush In is about? Yes. So Fool's Rush In, yeah, like she said, Matthew Perry, Salma Hayek. Um, and Matthew Perry is like a nightclub designer or something. He builds a club for his job and he gets an assignment in Las Vegas and it's a stepping stone to his like dream job of doing a club in downtown New York. Um, and Selma Hayek is this like spicy Latina girl and she lives in Las Vegas and she, she works at Caesar's palace, but ultimately she really is a photographer, just side notes into their jobs. Um, and they, meet have a one night stand and then three months later she shows up and says hey i'm pregnant um and she says (laughs) yeah surprise would you want to come just meet my family so that way when they are like who's the father they'll be like okay that guy so they do that and he they fall in love and he's like you know what let's just get married boom so they do and then it's kind of the rest of the movie is them trying to figure out how they work, what are they going to do with their lives, how are they going to raise this baby, how are they going to handle having their two different cultures, and like what do they want to do. Um, and I'm making it sound 0% funny, but it's like super funny. If you like Chandler from Friends, then you will like this sh- movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty close, I would say, to, to his character there. Uh, He's he's a little more uh, of a workaholic, I would mm-hmm. say, than Chandler is. Um, but but yeah, it, it, it's similar. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so yeah, what was your overall thought about this this uh, film? 
so this is one of my like family's movies right um mm-hmm. and so there's like not like it's really hard for me to be like a movie that I watched as a kid with my family to have an unbiased opinion of <laughs> like right, yeah. because it's just like seeped into my DNA that I like this movie uh-huh. um but there's so many things in this movie that I think are like legitimately super funny I feel like Matthew Perry's deliveries are like delivery of all of his lines is so spot on. Um, The, a lot of the cinematography, I would say really is beautiful. Like, (laughs) especially in um, like the nature scenes, like at the Grand Canyon or when they go to Mexico. So um, I really like it. I think it's really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that this movie is very, very sweet. I I actually, like, the really broad comedic stuff isn't, isn't as effective for me as the, like, sweet, tender moments. That's mm-hmm. what I like better. Um, like, the, the, the broad moments are sort of, like, his parents are very, like, over-the-top uh, kind of stuffed shirts types and, mm-hmm. you know, some of those things. That, to me... I, I just prefer like just the really sweet moments between the two of them. Uh, they have really lovely chemistry. I, I even like, uh, they do a good job with like his best, his best friend I think is, uh, is fun and charming. He's kind of better because he's got, he's been through a divorce. And so he thinks that, that he's the, the Matthew Perry character is crazy for diving into this marriage um and uh, that works i think really well i like that dynamic in a romantic comedy when sometimes because uh, usually it's the best friend of the woman and but i think like you know, you've got male dave Chappelle's character i think it's kind of fun when you get that a uh, that best friend being the friend of the guy can be really fun and i think they do a good jo- job here um like just sweet little moments like when he when she gets him grace papaya uh, for mm-hmm. his birthday um and uh when uh he i don't know he has to apologize for for being uh for not not admitting that uh he's she's his wife to his parents like they it actually feels like okay this is a somewhat kind of believable couple and a believable relationship even though it's uh you know it's it's kind of like a romantic comedy gimmick setup I don't know. They actually feel like, okay, this is a couple. And I like the fact that like her parents feel pretty like realistic. I think Uh, his are a little more broad and less realistic feeling, but I don't know. Just like, I just really liked the sort of these sweet little moments they have. Like even when she comes to his like opening of his club and sort of that whole scene, I think really works uh, well. And you feel sad for her. Um, the ending is very sweet and, uh, and, and I enjoyed it. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really, it's, it, it's a strong romantic comedy, I think. Yeah. It's honestly, it's one of the best. Do you think that this works in the Mexican culture and, uh, and with the being Cinco de movie, how, how effective do you think it, it, it does that? Um, it, it does some things pretty well. I think it gets the family dynamics of a large Mexican family pretty right. Um, and it touches on being Catholic, which is a big thing mm-hmm. for Catholics, regardless of 
where whether or not you're Mexican. Sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we'll see in the later movies, there is a lot more Spanish spoken. Um, and this movie has like basically no Spanish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And she is very like superstitious too. Uh, you know, she, uh, forget, yeah, I forgot to mention that about her personalities that she believes in, in fate and, and, uh, and, uh, um, these kinds of, I don't know, these kinds of things. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that's true. That's a good point about them not speaking any Spanish really. Yeah. Except for when she's mad. <laughs> I think it's the only time she speaks Spanish. <laughs> and even there, she tells you basically what she says. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I don't, I think the only time it's subtitled is when we go see her grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one that we're going to talk about is from 2005. This is a TV movie um, called Romancing the Bride. And this movie stars Laura Perpon. She is this bridezilla, and you know how much I love those. Um, and she, But she uh, she wakes up, and she one the the day of her wedding she wakes up and she is with this man this that's not her fiance and uh (laughs) and it turns out that she got super drunk and got married to this mexican guy and uh uh, played by matt tadino and it's basically the movie is about her trying to figure out what happened the the night before and why she's married to this person and Carrie Fisher plays her mom and so this movie I have to say like I when I first saw it it was kind of I guess I wasn't really analyzing made for tv films then I was just (laughs) kind of they were just kind of like I guess it was kind of a guilty pleasure Uh, it's it's pretty spicy I like to watch something that's a little spicy but not like you know, too bad. Um, and this is a little spicy, but not too, like, too bad. <laughs> um, and I think that's why I, you know, why I enjoyed it when it first came out. Um, and I, and I always love Carrie Fisher in pretty much anything. She's amazing. And so she was funny. Um, it's not like a great movie, but I don't know. It's, like she's kind of annoying as far as being this like like in the the whole concept that like she's actually going to go through with the wedding at the end mm-hmm. is like so ridiculous like after like he's cheated she's married this her fiance's cheated she's married this other person like the idea that she would still go through with it and this is supposed to be like suspenseful is ridiculous and it doesn't work um and it's but i don't know it's sexy basically that's what the appeal of it was for me is yeah. still uh it's a pretty sexy movie so i don't know what did you think of it um it's fine really not my fave <laughs> um there wasn't really i mean there were things that they were trying to do that was funny but it wasn't funny yeah. i could imagine a lot of these elements that they take in this movie being done very well in like a rock hudson doris day movie or mm. you know some of those screwball comedies of the yesteryear you know like when they get handcuffed together ha 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 and like yeah but they don't pull it off um frankly 
Do you think uh, they have any like chemistry the the two of them? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's it was fine, I guess, yeah. but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those ones I can't really defend. It's not great, but yeah. It's just kind of sexy. <laughs> Carrie Fisher was, I feel like, underutilized also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think she could have really, if they've used her more and better, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. It is funny, though, in, in the scenes that she gets to do, but I agree, they could have used her more. Um, and uh, I thought they had okay chemistry. Uh, and yeah, it's fairly generic, but. I don't know. I thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes it's hard with these movies because it's like, I can't really defend it as a great movie, but like, I didn't think it, I don't know. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I guess that's very lukewarm praise, but um, I don't know. If you're looking for something that's a little sexy and then this is okay I think <laughs> but um but yeah I mean obviously like fools or sin is a million times better and that's still a little sexy so uh so maybe that's just the better choice but um I don't know how did you think this worked in Mexico um it was like super like tourist level Mexican like uh-huh. there was I don't it didn't feel very like I don't know because they, they have, like, there's, like, this, uh, supposedly this tequila that, like, caused her to, that's, like, this super-powered tequila that makes you tell the truth. And so she supposedly takes it, and, and that's what, uh, that, that, that uh, makes her tell, like, the truth about her life. And, and that's supposedly how they, uh, how they bond and decide to get married. I mean, I don't know if you ever really buy that this guy would, like, really do this that uh you know he's supposed to be this real like free spirit type and uh uh but um i don't know he's hunky i think i mean yeah he's hunky but i mean i need more than just a pretty face and like he's just like unbelievably like well we're perfectly in love forever and uh i'll stand by you no matter what and be super patient like it's all over the top for me i don't know it's definitely over the top for sure it's this is like this is basically like the movie equivalent of like a harlequin romance like is what it is yeah but i didn't it didn't do much for me yeah that's fair uh oh well um it was kind of i hadn't seen it in a long time so it was it was kind of fun to revisit it for me um but uh but yeah i guess this was for the oxygen network yes Uh, yeah back in the the day focus on true crime so probably go. won't be getting too many more romance movies <laughs> yeah all right well there you go so that is uh that is romancing the bride um all right so then we have the next one is 2011 this is uh from prada Donata. Mm-hmm. this is a, a spin on sense of sensibility um where you have these two spoiled sisters uh, who are left penniless after the death of their father and they have to kind of figure figure it out and uh, they have the romantic entanglements of sense sensibility basically 
And uh, this uh, stars Camilla Bell and Alexa Pena Vega, uh, our, uh, our, our, our sisters uh, for Sensibility. And uh, what did you think about this? What was your overall take on this movie? Um, so I love this movie, just for the record. Um, and I feel like it does a lot of really smart things mm-hmm. um, with the adaptation of Sense and Sensibility. They're able to get almost all of the beats. And it's like actually a very faithful adaptation of Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. Would you agree with that, Rachel? I agree, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... I don't know. I really like it. Um, I like all of the, um, I mean, obviously, obviously Mary is an idiot, but that's because Marianne is often an idiot, (laughs) but but that's okay. Um, But no, yeah, I really like it. Um, There are some things that don't work great. I feel like you can really tell that Alexa Penavega has never done marijuana because in the scene where she's supposed to be high on marijuana, I'm like, um, that seems like you have no, I no point of reference for this, which is funny. Um, also, okay, great. Proud of her. Um, but so that scene does not work for me. Cause I'm just like, mm. That seems yeah. <laughs> not great. But um, there are some things that I, there are things that I really, really like about it. Um, I feel like the guy who plays Camilla Bell's um, Eleanor's, I mean, AKA Nora, sorry, Nora's love interest is really charming. Yeah. Um, and I love that they use the actual like, speech from Sense and Sensibility at the end for him when he's like my heart has always and will always be yours like I didn't even pick up on that you're right yeah yeah so yeah it's great I do like Sense and Sensibility so I mean I was prone to like this but yeah I also like Sense and Sensibility I really I thought it was sweet I enjoyed it as well uh there was one part that when uh when the Alexa Pena Vega character, uh, I felt like all like the Rodrigo guy. Mm-hmm. I felt like that came out of nowhere. That relationship, like all of a sudden they were, uh, I, I don't know. That to me was just like, what? Wow. We needed a scene in there of them, like, I don't know, going on a date or something. Like it, I felt like all of a sudden they were in bed together, and it just came out of nowhere for me. Um, that was weird. Um, and there was something off for me about the pacing of the movie. I felt like almost every scene was just like stretched out a little bit more than it needed to be. And like, I feel like if it had been just a little tighter, like if this movie had been like 15 minutes shorter, maybe even 10 minutes, I think it would have been a little bit better. But overall, I think that it was really sweet and really charming. I like the way they captured kind of the urban uh, Latin American kind of culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they, wow. they definitely got like little Mexico, like American Mexico. <laughs> I feel like they did a pretty great job with that. Um, I mean, there was a little bit, 
a little bit over the top and, you know, hyper reality version of it. Cause that's not like really how it like sure a little bit, but they were playing into to stereotypes just a bit, but it was still fun to see it represented yeah. and not in like a, I don't know. It, yeah. Not, it wasn't too, too broad. And no. it was yeah. sweet. I think that they had pretty good chemistry as sisters, Camilla Bell and Alexa Panavega, that felt believable enough to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. There was just something about that was the only thing it was to me was like I was like there was just something about the pacing that just didn't hundred percent work for me, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So and and I think they underused the um the the guy that uh that the Alex Penevere character ends up being with at the end Wilmer Valderrama is that okay yeah um I, I he could have been in it I think a little bit more he's kind of just uh, there to like fix her car and it's- yeah I mean to be fair he's handy manny so he fixes things yeah but um no I love him so yes I put him in more mood and use him more always that should be the default setting. <laughs> Yeah, fan of Jane Austen adaptations. Uh, you know, one, Clues is one of my favorite movies. I I, I love it, and uh, uh, you know, I even like our uh, Unleashing Mr. Darcy on on Hallmark. Uh, uh, it's I don't know. It's it's usually a winning formula to adapt a uh, a Jane Austen. I even like uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I just <laughs> that, that, that most people didn't like. So I don't know. I'm 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 pretty uh, easy to please when it comes to that. I think. <laughs> so all right. So the next one that we had this was from 2017. So last year it's called Everybody Loves Somebody, and this uh, is an interesting film. It's it's a pretty basic premise about this woman who's this uh, single woman, uh, queer woman. Uh, she is going to. Uh, this family wedding, she asked her uh, co-worker, uh, who's from Australia, uh, to basically like pose as her boyfriend uh, at this family wedding so that she won't be alone and people won't give her a speech about being single. And she's had, she had this love of her life uh, that uh, left, basically left her to go and like, uh, be like a free thinker or whatever, or find himself or whatever. And of course, at the wedding, uh, he ends up showing up and uh, all kinds of shenanigans occur. And uh, and so this car, this stars Carla Souza. Uh, and one of the like standouts about this movie is that it is a bilingual movie. And so when the character, instead of most traditional movies uh, would have the Spanish characters speaking English and the like, like everybody else. But in this, when she's with the Mexican characters, the Spanish characters, speaking characters, then she speaks Spanish and there's subtitles. And when she's with the English characters, it's English. And um, so that, that was pretty significant. Uh, this is directed by, a, this has a female, director Catalina Aguilar Mastretta is her name um and uh it's the men are Jose Maria Yazpik and Ben O'Toole are the men involved 
And I don't know, I think that it's a fairly standard plot, but it's elevated by the performances and by some of those more creative choices that they make. Um, I don't know, what do you think about this? Yeah, I really, I really do like this. Um, also, watching all these movies together, I laughed so hard when um, Carla Souza showed up in From Prada to Nada as Lucy Steele's character, the girl that gets engaged to Edward and is like the white choice oh, in that movie, that. So which funny. is so funny because here she is being like, pretty Mexican. <laughs> so um, I really thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that is funny. I didn't know. Um, but no, this movie's pretty great. Um, she is a little bit difficult to like, I think, yeah. sometimes. I do agree. Um, just because I feel like she's pretty like selfish and jaded and cynical and judgmental. Yeah. Um, but the thing about this movie is, and pretty much anything, if people can learn that they are being those things and then, like, try to correct those behaviors, which is what happens in this movie, um, then I'm fine with it. Uh, like, ultimately. <laughs> um, so I've, I saw this movie twice, and so on the rewatch, it was easier for me to to like her and to get through the situation knowing, like, Okay, so she she learns through things. She's not like oh, Lori Gilmore, Lorelai Gilmore just stays selfish the whole time. Um, so, um, so, yeah, I really I did enjoy this movie a lot. Um, I thought it did a lot of things really smartly. Um, it was pretty clever in its use, like you said, of of you know speaking Spanish and and all that things. Um, this movie wasn't super like Mexican in what you would think um because it was mostly just her family not necessarily like their culture yeah. which um I mean I actually really enjoyed because it had Mexican representation but it wasn't like this is Mexico this is Mexico pay attention to how Mexican we are yeah. it was like Mexican people are humans and they can just have human stories without needing to have like mariachi flautas band. in your face and mariachi bands yes yeah. i agree with you about that yeah this was just felt like normal people uh which is was good and uh yeah i mean i think that uh she can be a kind of a selfish character and so that that is a, a little bit challenging at times the way especially the way she treats uh the uh the the co-worker you know is yeah pretty uh, is pretty selfish, um, but uh, she she does get kind of humbled, I think, by the end, and and uh, um, I think the ending is very sweet and it works. And I would say that this is a fairly strong PG thirteen. Just a warning to our uh, our uh, <laughs> more sensitive uh, yeah listeners. Um, so just uh, just so you know, um, but. Uh, and I mean, it is pretty, like, it's understandable because the, the person, the, uh, Jose Marie, uh, Maria Gaspar character is like her big love. And so when she kind of falls for him, I guess, again, um, even after she'd been dating the, the other guy, 
uh, it's understandable because of that history, why she would be vulnerable to that. Um, but it still doesn't excuse it and it's mm-hmm. still not good. And, uh, but it, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. And, and he, he's, he's charming in his sort of own way. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I don't know the, the, it's, it's a fairly standard, like you're not going to love this movie for the plot. It's more for the characters. And I, I kind of like the little moments that she has with some of her some of her patients because she's an OBGYN doctor there's some cute moments there um there's some uh cute moments I think with her sister and her sister's husband or their marriage mm-hmm. has gotten kind of uh just you get overwhelmed with the kids and I think that's true to life <laughs> um sometimes and when you have little little kids and uh so yeah it's an it's a it's a pretty good film I think yeah yeah so there you go. All right. So the last one we were going to talk about, this is called Off the Menu. This was, this is actually released this year um, to not that much fanfare, <laughs> but it's directed by Jay Silverman, who's a kind of a rom-com vet. Um, and uh, it stars uh, Santino Fontana from Frozen fame, but he's not a villain here. And, uh, and then uh, Dania Ramirez, and it has just briefly our friend Jen Lilly is briefly in this movie. Um, so uh, yeah, it's basically about the um, Santino Fontana character plays this uh, heir to a like Taco Bell kind of fast food franchise, whatever. His sister does most of the work though. And he's like this like Iron Man guy. And so he, but he gets forced by his sister to go to the Southwest and to find new flavors for their, uh, for their restaurant, for their chain. And he ends up meeting this uh, woman, the Danielle Ramirez character, who is this like spitfire chef and who's always coming up with her own recipes and things and is very like proud of, proud of her cooking and there's lots of like food porn and stuff like that and and of course he doesn't want to tell her who he is because she won't you know she won't respect that and think he's trying to steal her recipes um and uh but they end up falling in love and all kinds of fun stuff occurs and uh, i don't know what did you think of this one um it's very middling for me (laughs) like I mean like watching it I enjoyed it it was good um I will I would watch it again but it wasn't like something that I was oh my gosh I love it it spoke to me on every level I love Santino Fontana so really I would watch anything with that he was in regardless of whether or not I liked it but (laughs) I do I like I like it well enough um Sometimes people are just irritating, and I think a little bit, um, both of them could be super irritating. I don't understand why he wasn't just like, hey, I came here for the, like, sometimes you're like, why don't you just tell the lie? And I know it's because the lie is going to come out in some way, but it's, it is whatever. Um, The little girl, Mackenzie Moss, in this movie was Mm -hmm. adorable, and it was like, if I, it wasn't my favorite movie, um, I bought the chemistry with them. The food actually looked good. 
but there was just something about it. Maybe it was even just the mood I was in when I watched it that didn't make me fall in love with this movie. I just like, I liked it like a friend. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, very sweet. It was very, uh, I don't know. I thought that they did have a nice chemistry and it was just like a classic, sweet, fun, romantic comedy for me. And there's so few of those that get released uh, that, as far as feature films and that, that sort of have this classic style to it that, uh, that uh, it was very refreshing for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I thought it was charming. I really was charmed by this. And uh, I, yes, that is a kind of a classic trope uh, you know, this like, oh, I'm not being honest about who I am, and the liar reveal is kind of grown worthy. I get it, but I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I thought that uh, that yeah, the food food looked delicious, really yummy, and I don't. I'm pretty simple when it comes to these kind of movies. I just want them to have good chemistry, and they did. And I I want it to be sweet and charming, and I thought it was, and. Uh, I wish that we could get more movies like this. This is the kind of movies, I like these kind of movies. So uh, I don't know, I just thought it was really well executed for what it was trying to be. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's not super funny. So maybe that's, you, you tend to like movies that are like funny um, more than more than I do. Um, and so maybe that maybe that's why you didn't love it. But, uh, but I, I just, I just thought it was, very sweet and so I enjoyed it um Um, I will say that I really did enjoy the use of his Iron Man skills yeah Uh, it was unexpected and then when it came out at the end I said this is what you were training for buddy right yeah 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 we won't spoil it but yeah they do use that in a in a in a clever way I think and I, I at least I thought that his his sister was like believable like she wasn't some over-the-top complete corporate you know stooge person um she was in the realm of i thought believability and like i think that it was believable that 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 she would be this like protective over her recipes and over her things and um the ending i thought was really really fun like he ends up uh being a, a lawyer in uh, in that town and um and she ends up cooking and it just uh, and i don't know how did you think it used the main way it used sort of the mexican culture in this aside from a little bit of the town and and her her mother there is in she has her family you see a little bit of that but it's mostly the food yeah mostly yeah mostly through food here um and then also you know new mexican architecture so there but um yeah mostly just through the food which i don't mind (laughs) yeah Yeah. so make more movies like this i i really i really enjoyed it well so how would you rank these movies um yeah so i actually will go fools rush in and then everybody loves somebody's they're kind of like in a higher tier Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then below them would be from Prada to Nada and then off the menu and then in a much lower tier because I didn't really like it was Romancing the Bride. Okay. 
Um, so I enjoyed all of these films. I, and on di- you know different levels or whatever. But I would probably say my favorite was Fools Rush In, and then I would say Off the Menu is my second favorite, and then I would say Everybody Loves Somebody, and then Prada Donata, and then Romancing the Bride. But it's not as big a gap for me as it is for you. I, I think all of these are watchable and enjoyable. And uh, so if you're looking for something fun to watch for Cinco de Mayo, I think you can put any of these in and have a decent watch, in my opinion. So, uh, and have some romance and uh, some laughs. And so let us know what you think about these movies and which one, how you would rank them, which one's your favorite. And maybe if you haven't seen, uh, you know, some of these are a little more, we're a little under the radar as far as everybody loves somebody and off the menu. Um, and uh, we'd like, like them to get more um, uh, more publicity, I guess. <laughs> uh, so check them out if you haven't if you haven't seen them, and uh, and let us know what you think. So this weekend we have on Hallmark Channel we have the Daro and Daro the new Daro and Daro film coming out, and then we also have uh, the new episode of The Good Witch, and we hope you enjoyed. This last week, our coverage of The Good Witch. Uh, let us know what you think about that. And then uh, we have coming up, uh, the, we have a whole episode of Daro Daro talking about the first film and this film, upcoming film. And so we're really looking forward to that. And then we also have our uh, more coverage of The Good Witch coming up this next week. So we are very excited because Monday we have our interview with Kimberly Sested from The Nine Lives of Christmas that is going to be posted and we're really excited for you guys to hear that. She's the best and so yeah, so I'm going to look forward to uh, Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Great. And uh, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. So make sure you check that out. Subscribe to the Hallmarkies uh, channel on uh, YouTube and on iTunes. And we're on Stitcher and SoundCloud and every other way that you can do a podcast. If you can give us your ratings and your reviews on iTunes, we would really appreciate it. Uh, make sure that you're following us, Hallmarkies Pod, on Twitter and Instagram. We post daily on there. And so you're definitely uh, going to want to be following us on social media. We try to live tweet all the shows and movies. So lots of fun, fun stuff going on uh, for the podcast in this next couple of weeks. So much. Yes. And guys, seriously, tell us what you think of these movies. If you think of any other movie that would show Mexican culture, aside from Coco, we know Coco, um, tweet it at us with hashtag Cinco de Movie. And if yeah. you watch any of these movies, tweet at us, hashtag Cinco de Movie. Great idea. Yeah, definitely. Let us know some fun ones that we might have missed or that would be, that would be good for us to check out. So thanks so much. And uh, we will talk to you all later. Bye. Adios. Adios. <laughs>